The views and opinions expressed on Smack My Pitch Up are those of the panelists and not those of GUI Network, their sponsors, or any of the properties mentioned. Listener discretion is advised. This podcast is rated R for violence, language, and nudity. Well, it's a podcast, so you won't see the nudity. I just do it to make the guest uncomfortable. mad with unnecessary reboots, remakes, and sequels. Only one podcast has the guts to make even worse. This is Smack My Pitch Up. Welcome to another amazing episode of Smack My Pitch Up. I am very excited to be bringing an entire other podcast on to this episode to uh, talk about an adaptation of one of the most classic video games, one of those video games that everybody grew up playing. Even depending on your age, there was one version of this series that was out at the time that you were my age when this came out. This is an attractive motive premise you've set up here. Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait for us to get into the mode of it. That's good. Uh, uh, that's, that's, I see what you did there. Yeah. yeah. I'm not even going to name the podcast now so that nobody gets what you're doing. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. No, we have a... Uh, no the, one will get it even when you do. That's them. true. Yeah. <laughs> I have the, uh, the gentleman from the Ward Games podcast, Attract Mode, here uh, to talk about a adaptation of the classic video game series, Legend of Zelda. Or just, no! We no. can't do that. Oh, uh-oh. <laughs> the classic video game franchise. We'll ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll talk about it on our own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what we do is we actually get it made and right. then you yeah. go over to your yeah, podcast. Yeah, so like how much funding are you going to provide us? Do you have a do you have a I've got like 3 bucks. Oh, so, okay. yeah. That's, I got a camera already. That's so. that's enough yeah, for start a, somewhere. It's enough for an Uwe Bowl movie, so <laughs> we we can work with that. <laughs> Bring him out of retirement. <laughs> Challenge him to a boxing match to make him There we go. Perfect. So yeah, we got the gentleman from Attract Mode here to talk video games. If you have not made yourself familiar with Attract Mode, I deeply suggest you do. Uh, I, it's become quickly one of my uh, favorite podcasts to listen to it's okay. during the week. I deeply enjoy it. It's a lot of just just dry, silly conversation about <laughs> uh, a- that apparently every video game movie takes place in the post-apocalypse, which I discovered from listening right. to yeah. It's to a weird show. trend. It's it's an okay podcast. I give it a two out of ten. Ah, damn it. Yeah. Uh, your your jokes about your own show have a few dings. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Again, no, you're giving the, the listeners so much homework to like. I just okay, so we have to listen to this whole other show, whole other show. To get the jokes that are in this show. Why even bother? Turn it's off all part of the GUI cinematic universe. Close yes, off. Right? You got to have that extended canon. Close <laughs> podcast app. Turn my phone off. Throw the phone. So you guys would ocean. be like the guardians of the galaxy of that uh, extended universe. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I will take it. Yeah. Right. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. So uh, attract mode. They basically, you guys just are going through all the video game movies, right? Is that the plan? Yeah. Uh, yeah there's some criteria we put official up. video game movies. Yeah, uh, there are some fan. They have to be official fan made movies. Some so some of those count. I think so, like, like Mortal Kombat Legacy and stuff like that. Or is that a fan movie? I think that's fan movie. We'll have to confirm. Yeah, I'll have to double check. Um, that's far away. Add another one to the fucking list. Uh, we yeah. haven't even started on Uva Bowl movies yet. Oh yeah, so. we're still solidly. In well, the I can 90s. tell because you're you're not like cutting yourselves we haven't point. given up <laughs> yeah, right? there's still a spark in your eyes i don't think i've seen a uve bowl 
Oh, oh my God. God. That, might, that might be the end of the podcast for yeah. you. Yeah. It's going to be a hard... See, because we're What's watching the first one going to be? pseudo-chronologically. Yeah. Yes, for the most so, part. So we, we move uh, some things around when it makes sense for us, or I, if a new movie comes yeah. out. So Alone new, in the Dark might be the first one. Well, you might friend. be right. I'm going um, to check. That's... Oh, I was... All right. Uh, I have a spreadsheet. There is there is a block that is just like four or five Uwe Ball movies oh. back to back because nothing came oh, out. My, my favorite one them. is um, uh, there's a Company of Heroes direct-to-video Uwe Ball movie, and it has uh, Neil McDonough in it. Basically, no, it's Neil McDonough God. and Tom Sizemore. So he was just like, I really like Band of Brothers, and I really like Saving Private Ryan, so let's just get some yeah, of those guys. You can cast them. <laughs> Hmm. Uh, let's see. Let me see. So Uwe makes his movies by just like getting grants from whatever government. Yeah, it's he, kind of like the uh, he does the thing that they did in the producers. That, yeah, that he makes yes. more money making a bomb than he would as a successful exactly. movie. So sure. it's like a tax shelter for yeah, him or something. So for <laughs> anyone who hasn't experienced no, that, like, that's, like Dylan. that's I think partially true. Like he actually yeah. just makes money on these things tanking. Well, he doesn't make them anymore. Like he has fully stopped. I thought it he has it was like as a, of 2018, not just not a video game movie. Yeah, I, don't, I think like the video game movies he has stopped. The first uh, Uwe Boll video game film is House of the Dead. Oh, okay. Just okay. check that. House of the Dead is bad. I uh, I can't, made the mistake of watching a some bad of that. video game movie. I know, right? By Uwe Boll. <laughs> <laughs> Surely you jest. Up. I guess but, we sh- we should probably get into this yeah, actual this, this show podcast. here. This yeah, I I can sit around and talk with you guys all day, but uh, let's introduce the panel here to my uh, right. I am uh, familiar with this gentleman from the times of Instant Replay Live yeah. uh, back in those days where I was guest on there to do, what was it, uh, Marble Madness and Go- Ghosts and Goblins. Ghosts and Goblins, yeah. I think. Okay. Yeah, NES. My two guests. Great times. Yeah, uh, Nick Nundahl's here. Yes, thank you. Checked out uh, RavenCon together. We've done some mm-hmm. Simmons Replay Live stuff. <laughs> Yeah. Um, early We've days of GUI, some... you and uh, you and Joe have were on for crossover events for a video game related mm-hmm. uh, episodes and stuff. So we started doing like internet things at the same time too, yeah. and just bizarre, like didn't know each other. Just like the same month, we were like, "I'm going to start a podcast. That's... I'm going to start a YouTube channel." That's right. That was within we didn't like even a know couple each other. weeks of each other. Yeah. We started. Yeah. yeah. And here we are. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. You've done. You've been much more consistent. <laughs> so, hey, don't um, break on me now, Nick. I need you. No, the 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 trick minions. Nice minions. Yeah, is I could key. never get those. like a little yellow. The best like, I yes, got was the, Joe, and he's almost a negative. <laughs> no, no, I mean like a little stress ball that's in the shape of a oh, minion, oh, and you just oh, squeeze it when shit. you're stressed out. Right. And it helps out a lot, man. So, yeah, I went the wrong way on that. Your minion uh, is sitting right next to you, or is it the other way around? Uh, he's he's the boss. He's However, the boss. it works. You're the boss, man. Yeah. I'm okay with whatever. The uh, the purveyor of the award games company, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Skin podcast and um, Mega Empire. Is it sure? Are yeah. we there? Yeah. Consortium, cross media, multi platform empire. Mm-hmm. Are you uh, are you CEO, CFO? Like what's the? Um, I I usually just refer to myself as co-founder, but I guess okay. CEO counts or okay. developer. God would be acceptable. <laughs> yes, video game god. <laughs> really, whatever you want to give me. Uh, Dylan Alvento is here. Hello. Uh, you were on this show before. I actually. was. You we, uh, were on the. We did WarioWare. We did WarioWare, <laughs> and then we bickered about whether or not it should be a horror movie. Yes, because we tried to turn it into Saw. <laughs> no, you tried to turn it into okay. Saw. Oh, Let's fair. clarify oh, that's this. That's fair. That is completely. Fair. I was trying to create a heartfelt romp, and this man. We ke- well, I kept making it gritty. I think where there's like, yeah. it's like taxi driver meets. He saw. wanted big happy adventure, and you were like, it has to be a gritty reboot. It has to be real. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> cleanse these streets. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah I, I definitely went. 
pretty dark with WarioWare. The city's ready for war. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> God damn it. Wow. Where was that on the other yeah, that? Yeah, go Dude, we had to re record it. That's Halfway yeah. through it. Yeah, it was like 20 minutes in, and Shit. it was like, oh, this isn't recording. Cool. Yeah. Well, let's. Uh, also, by the way, are we good? Worst. Are we. How are we doing? Yeah, no, we are actually recording. (laughs) Cool, cool, cool. And uh, finally, my last uh, guest here with me that uh, was also part of Instant Replay Live, Mm -hmm. also has been on this show as well as on Geeks Under the Influence before. Uh, So we've been doing stuff around the same length of time and been collaborating uh, for but most four years now, yeah, yeah something yeah, like insane. that. So yeah, yeah. What year is it? I don't know. Yeah, it's it's one of those years. They all blend together. It's at this timeless point. now. Yeah, yeah. We've been bumping butts for a long time. Long time. And it's like my those favorite two bump bumpers here, uh, Joe Wetmore's here. Hello. You may have heard him on the Firefly episode of Smack My Pitch Up. You rebooted mm. Firefly. No, we, we did a sequel series, a oh, sidequel right. yeah. series of other characters. That are in the verse. Was it nice. the, blue, the Blue Hand Men? What's it? It was. It was actually a buddy comedy uh, of the Blue Hand Group, and uh, their their exploits through the verse. Yeah, absolutely. The verse. No, I remember. I went with his buddy with the with the big beard that he shaved off for uh, for Saffron. Mm-hmm. And, and I went in a different direction. I went with an alliance ship where they were they were basically it was happening concurrently with Firefly, but at the end of the first season they discover. The, the the message that goes out during the movie. So it's like you're learning like the procedural type show with the Alliance and then it becomes now we are Alliance characters have to like come face to face with the horrors of the Alliance. So oh, and yeah. it would have continued on. And it would have continued on, oh, yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that is pretty good. That's a good hook. Or I had a Taika Waititi uh, mockumentary version <laughs> <laughs> as well. <laughs> Anyways. Speaking of Taika, they apparently oh, just announced that he's going to be doing the Flash Gordon uh, movie, yeah. which is what was suggested on the Flash Gordon episode of Smack My Pitch Up. Nice. Oh, so, so he's been listening. So clearly, saying. I mean, yes, so Taika, yeah. we love you. Number one uh, fan. Need any more tips? Any more pointers? I know <laughs> yeah. that's the only reason that Ragnarok went so well if for you. I was on here more, I feel like it would be hard for you to not to just choose Taika Waititi like, every, every time, time for yeah. silly. Mm-hmm. Maybe even sometimes for serious. Like Flash Gordon, he would probably be my serious choice. Yeah. But it's going to be, I, the thing that's, and I know we got to get to Zelda, but the thing that's going to be hard about a Flash Gordon I thought you were is, about to segue straight into it. So for Zelda. <laughs> well, Taika Waititi. Flash Gordon without Queen music is tough for me now. Like, I almost feel like they just have to get that soundtrack in there. Yeah. Or or do something very, very similar. Very similar, yeah. I'll weigh that reference. See, I think similar is the mistake. You can't go similar because then it's going to be like Uncanny Valley, right? It's going to be too close and not right. Ah, yeah. That's, so yeah. you got to go either wildly different or... We're not doing a sequel to the Flash Gordon episode. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Sorry. <laughs> we do need to get... It's no, so no, it's, easy it's to okay. just get used it's to okay. that regular conversation with you guys. Uh, but we do need to talk about Legend of Zelda. Now, there is... Uh, God, how many of these games out there? There's a lot. There's There are a lot. And there's so many side games as well. I just realized I missed a real opportunity to do the casting for Twilight Princess and cast Kristen Stewart. Oh. I, I, oh. I totally missed the up. Up. I fucked up. You fucked I, up. Uh, that would have been is so good. Is this ruin a movie? That's funny because this... I... Yes, ruin. <laughs> I can consider... I consider... I considered Robert Pattinson for Link... <laughs> What? Man, He's the Twilight cast Twilight Princess movie is, is a pretty strong contest. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, <laughs> I feel like Minna would be the hardest. I think actually she's the well from from the Twilight cast maybe, but Minna as a casting is like the easiest. Well, okay, but I have her in my cast, so we'll get okay. to that. We'll wait. Okay. Well, first off, uh, did you pick just a game in general for yours, or did you just take the kind of entire? series and do your own kind of There'd take be on way it. too much of an ensemble cast because they 
yeah trade characters in and out too much. Sure, for... I picked and choose chose from the entire. Thing. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. So I you, did. I did too. You use the tapestry to create mm, yes. your own mini okay. mini yeah. tapestry. I figured this is a new this is a new continuity with branching timelines, uh, <laughs> so it, I can have my own. This is post end game Legend of Zelda. So <laughs> does does the hero die in this timeline or does he succeed? My hero dies at the end. Ganondorf. Okay. Interesting. So um, I decided to go with two. Two characters? Was, uh, no, the part two, like Legend of Zelda 2. Oh, oh you're oh, specifically Link's, Link's made. Yes. Um, wow. Specifically, well. The, with, the Dark Souls some, of the Zelda yes, series. basically. Mainly because I was thinking of doing, you know, the one that I'm most familiar with, which is the first Legend of Zelda game, because I am old. And uh, Can confirm. The, can confirm. Uh, the problem is with that is that it's pretty much a direct shot. There's not a whole lot of move on that game game mm-hmm. at all you go yeah from castle to castle getting the sure. thing that helps you get the piece of the trifle guy says then... i am error i was gonna say yeah. the most important casting oh, is error yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got a lot you gotta lock him down so it, it just it follows that same structure as say the first you know super mario brothers movie you go to a castle you try to save the princess you know kind of mm-hmm. follows that same suit so as far as plot goes meh but two, there's a little bit more to it. There's a sleeping Zelda that you have to like wake up by going to get the crystals and mm-hmm. different castles. But it's a, it's a little bit more. Yeah. So I figured it'd be more fun. And also the Dark Link stuff, you can do some psychological nice. kind of addition to yeah. it as well. Yeah, so Robert Pat- Pattinson Robert fighting himself. Robert Pattinson fighting <laughs> Dark Robert Pattinson. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just the guy that played... Um... The, the werewolf in Twilight. That's that's, <laughs> that's Dark Link. To play. Yeah. <laughs> I look just like you. Just like you. <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm going to keep it relatively simple. Uh, basically that, you know, time is running out. We need to get Zelda to fight the forces of evil. evil she has powers kind of thing. Um, so yeah. putting a little bit of, of a different turn on it. So he has to go on this epic quest along with. And what I'm adding actually is that there are other warriors that are going to try to do okay. this. Champions, um, possibly champions, yes, champions, Champ- champions, yes. Okay. And so is uh, he competing with them? Is he helping? It's them? not so much competition because it's not like ooh, whoever gets wins. It's more like we got to get the shit done. But the problem is, is that people are getting killed off quick, and he's one of the few people that's just na- circumnavigating. So this, this is gritty. <laughs> not gritty. <laughs> is it possibly horror based? <laughs> it's, it's, it's basically Legend of Zelda goes saw. Yes. Okay. okay. You're seeing a consistent theme this here. New yeah. pitch. Yeah. No, I wanted to have a little bit of a darker tone to it, but also have that kind of whimsy that you would get from Legend of Zelda. And so, and you'll get my idea on how I'm going to do that with my uh, choice for director on my series and nice. stuff. So. Okay. Now, so let's jump into it then. Okay. Well, for my director my serious director, the one that I think I might do this well, I am leaning on the newest uh, series that this director is doing. Uh, Louis uh, Letterer is the director who you might know from, like, the I think the Transporter. And, uh, did he do that whole entire franchise? Uh, no, he did the first one, I believe. Okay, but also, one, he then. is the director of the new Dark Crystal series that's coming out on Netflix. Perfect. Oh, cool, cool. So I think, you know, you know, tr- Test out his uh, his abilities on that. That yeah. in itself is an interesting transition to the, know the guy who's, who did Transporter is working on right. Dark Crystal. Yeah, what a jump <laughs> from the director who brought you Transporter <laughs> and Crank, a <laughs> beloved childhood classic. Was Crank another one of his? I don't know. Oh. No, no, that was uh, uh, oh, what was it? I forget the the directors. There's two directors on on the Crank movies, I think. But I think those are the ones they went on to do the John Wick movies, or one of them did, I think, if I remember correctly. Uh, you might be right. That sounds vaguely That's correct. That's vaguely familiar, yeah. 
but uh, Lertner, uh, he could be afforded on a video game movie because I'm pretty sure, especially with the epic scope of Zelda uh, and it being a video game based movie, they're not going to be putting uh, money into this because after Warcraft. Uh, mm-hmm. They're probably. Oh. I, I assume money was no object. <laughs> no, 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 absolutely. Yeah, yeah that's perfectly fine. Yeah, so. Get Duncan Jones back. <laughs> Let him try again. <laughs> Once more across the plate. I feel really bad for Duncan Jones. To go from Moon to Warcraft feels feels rough, man. Yeah, but when you watch Mute, you don't feel so bad. Yeah. And I, yeah, I just think that he has a real possibility of doing something special here, and this is a good prove it kind of mode where if it bombs, people are like, yeah, video game movie. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah, I mean, can't break the curse. It's it does feel like a lot of the video game movies they've done lately have been like ones you can't get too offended on, except the one coming up, Sonic, where <laughs> that was so Jeez. offensive that people pushed it back a year. Um, but incredible. Zelda is, I feel like, would be people would be even more protective of because yeah. everyone has opinions. Even if you like, were like, it's, it can't be made. You have opinions on how Link should be in a movie. You have opinions on how you know a plot structure would be done. Things like which, that, which which I think makes it harder, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah saying, infinitely. I can't think There's, of a worse movie to adapt than Legend of Zelda. Yeah, yeah, it will go poorly no matter what yeah. you do. Well, the hard part with this, and I, I don't know if you guys had really considered how to play with this, is that a lot of this he's by himself, which yeah. doesn't allow, yeah. add for a lot of exposition, except in Twilight Princess. I uh, yeah, yeah, with Midna. It's, it's, it's like the well, one, he has Navi, and but but Midna is the one companion who, who has like deep yes. character more so even than yeah. the skyward sword sword lady yeah what's um, her name it's like a letter fee, fee. Fee, something like that yeah something like the um, ai the siri M- midna because like fleshes out link more as a character by yes. by being a mouthpiece in so many different twilight ways. princess is my favorite one and the first one i ever played it's pretty darn good i mean it, we're not gonna review that game all right sorry uh, <laughs> you're up you're up yeah could you imagine such a two-hour movie of him just not talking because he's just like traversing landscapes oh so and, like, you're you're, stuff and... you're pitching me fury road but link well, yeah, that's that's yeah. kind of where i, I went so fury I, link, yeah. I went ensemble to avoid that problem but okay but i did want a traveling movie and an exploration movie so okay. i think we're, we're gonna have a lot of overlap probably uh, okay so, well i mean and i went with different the ch- concepts champions ensemble are yours mike are they going to be t- traveling together for most of the movie or is it going to be kind of a lone or pair journey it's gonna be a combination of the two i think actually cutting between uh to change environments as well is deeply important that you nice. shoot like where there's ma- main side characters that are kind of intercut between that or or also just uh cutting back to the kingdom as they're you know protecting Zelda from the oncoming plight of danger and stuff. As, so she is asleep in, in your rendition? Yes. Okay. Yes. So you can kind of mix it up a little bit so it's not just this one long shot of just following Link around as he's yeah beating up stuff, you know. Uh, it actually <laughs> creates yeah. some... It, it, it's the same trick they used in the first Deadpool movie is that they changed the the timeline a little bit. They, they switched in between stuff just to kind of mix it up and allow it to have mm. a little bit more breathing room it didn't it wasn't a direct shot so do we want to go around and share each of our directors yeah, and basic vision yeah, then do it all right sure i'll jump in so yeah i'm i've also took took some inspiration from mad max uh i mean i figure it should be simple and who's better at directing a simple story than george miller nice uh so he's the director uh and it's gonna be look Zelda's been been kidnapped by Ganondorf. Link and Co. has to go and save him. So I, I picked and pulled some like t- standard, you know, like famous characters from Zelda. We have Impa, mm-hmm. uh, Darunia, who I've decided to, he should be a prince in this one, so he can go off adventuring. He's not a king yet. Wait, who is that? Darunia is typically the like the king of the Gorons. He's been oh, okay. he was in Ocarina of Time as like the first appearance of him. Got it, got it. Got it. Um, and then Midna is is the other one I've chosen. Um, so yeah, uh, George Miller is gonna you know it's 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 a not that the protagonist will not talk much. He'll be a man of few words. 
Um, he'll be, he will be surrounded by companions that kind of flesh out the small character stories that happen throughout, just like in Fury Road. Um, the, the main plot is very simple. There's a, there's a woman in trouble and a team of mostly women are going to come and, you know, save the day. Um, <laughs> and, uh, that's, that's like, and, and I mean, you know, I, Lots of good Zelda action. You got to go into dungeons. You've got to get some cool tools and stuff. And um, but but everything I think should have you know some kind of action storytelling purpose. Well, everybody remembers the cool tools outpost in Zelda. You know that you that had all the best stuff, the, the best uh, best swords, the best bows and arrows, the cool tools shed. That's that's where I always go every time I first bit up a Zelda game. Yep. Cool yep. tools. Cool tools shed outpost. Cool tools. Anyways, and figure Tim the Toolman ta- ta- uh, Taylor standing there. <laughs> just him and Link to... just going back and forth. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'd also like it. Just imagine it's just actually Tim Allen just like debating like climate change or something. He's like, no, it's not. It's just you know, it's it's, it's a liberal plot. What if Tim <laughs> Allen was Link? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All wow. right. Well, that's a, <laughs> done. <laughs> oh, we, that's in record time. Actually, we got that done quick. Right, Dylan, do you, you want to go, go or do you want me to go? Uh, I'll feeling? go. Okay. I uh, I definitely spent a long time thinking about this nice. director yeah. decision and definitely didn't just look it up. Um, looked it up? What? Well, I was double checking. I was saying, okay, what's this what's yeah, This, this guy is a real director this? name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it sounds like a dude. Pierre Romanov, he directed Steven three Russian movies. <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, I picked um, Danny Boyle. Oh, okay. 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 Uh, right. I actually didn't know he was directing that Beatles movie where everyone Beatles, forgot about the Beatles. Oh, yesterday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but like, he's also done like Steve Jobs. I mean, obviously, he's done like big ones he's like done train. Steve Jobs. Yeah. You know, oh my. they had a thing back in the intimately. Day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like, he's he did the Steve Jobs movie. He did uh, Train Spotting. Obviously, he did what else? I just saw uh, he did a, the kids movie Millions. I so don't. That's a, I don't know what that is. That's a really. He like, did the beach starring Leonardo DiCaprio, and I don't know why I know that that easily off the top of my head. Also, don't know what that you've is. picked a really artistic choice for the director. Yeah. Can you speak to us of your process for coming to that that decision? Like, yeah, you must have really fomented on that for a long time. Oh, definitely. Well, definitely. You, you definitely saw his art house film uh, Acid House, and went. You know, this is somebody <laughs> this, I think that can really <laughs> really tackle, tackle a take video Acid game house movie. and make this a cool tools shed. <laughs> We got done. it. We got done. a movie. You also did Slumdog Millionaire, which oh. oh, correct. Yes, you are correct. But uh, I, I don't know. I like. I like just looking at those two. And like, obviously, yesterday that movie kind of has like a bunch of whimsy and like hopefulness to it. Like, I think that's the kind of thing you need in a uh, uh, Legend of Zelda movie. Because when I think of Legend of Zelda, I kind of default to Twilight Princess. And while there's a lot of like darkness in that game, there is a lot of like hope. There's a lot of sure. light in that, mm-hmm. and I think that would be a good... Because, uh, I mean, that's the cycle, right? Like, that's the cycle of Zelda is that it starts out, like, there's no hope left, and then slowly over time you you build to it. Like, that's inevitably, like, how the arc of every Zelda game goes. So he can do the darkness with, you know, his experience with, like, 28 Days Later, and then he can do the lightness with things like Yesterday and Steve Jobs and stuff like that. Okay. All right. I'm All on right. board. Nice. It's worth a shot. Yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah. Well, I, I also, to uh, to play on that, want to do a, a lighthearted thing. I want it to be a fun adventure. I want I want um, exploration was the key for me because on the heels of Breath of the Wild, like just exploring that world reminded me what I loved about Zelda. And, of course, that was the main theme of the original Zelda game was to just explore that 8-bit top-down world and, and get what it has to offer. Um, I started thinking about 80s fantasy and the things that stuck out to me most. Labyrinth and Dark Crystal jumped to mind as okay. like 
just the iconic elements of what a fantasy movie should <laughs> be. David me. Bowie, Jim Henson, power directing, if, back oh from the my dead. God. If I could, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, so I, I was, I think it's them and one other director, like, uh, touches tips and that's the Triforce actually. <laughs> oh, God. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I, Lucas and, uh, yeah. and David Bowie. There. I do think it was interesting that, you know, you, you mentioned the, uh, the it's new Dark Crystal guy everywhere. because that, you know, became a big part of it for me. I want this world to feel, I want Hyrule to be almost an alien place that you're exploring through the movie. Okay. So yeah. it's going to have lots of set locations, lots of exploration. There obviously has to be like fighting because it's, it's a Legend of Zelda. There's, you know, there's going to be a master sword somewhere. Got to be a water temple. But I want Dark Crystal's level of world building, but I want a big modern film director. So I went Dark Crystal by way of Edgar Wright. Oh, okay. you know, I, that's something I thought about for a second because yeah. he could definitely do it. Yeah. And he, I mean, he's, he's done your Scott Pilgrim. So you've got his weird, he's done a video game movie. That's not a real video game movie. And he's did it so well that when, when he went to go pee in the bathroom, it played Legend of Zelda music. Oh yeah, okay. So oh yeah, that part where it plays literally the intro chime to Link to the Past right. and that pans down to his house. I was like, what is happening in this movie? So I feel like he's someone who would appreciate the uh, the source material. Sure. He's going to be able to bring that life. So I want this exploration movie. My concept is um, Zelda is not damsel in distress. She is central to the story. She is a, she is a princess, but she has also taken up this archaeological uh purpose Mm. um her and a wise old sage and impa collectively explore the world digging up information on this legend that they've researched this old old texts and tablets and things like that they are finding the pieces of the triforce and that's where a movie would open and then link on the other hand is sort of uh, unaware of his great potential he is your scoundrel not scoundrel that's that's not right because i don't want to say he's manipulative or deceitful or anything but he's he's sort of aladdin uh, he's a he's, <laughs> he's a rapscallion yeah rapscallion street rat type character who's just getting by um and he gets drawn into the plot and collectively they all uh get embroiled in this you know the dark world is is leaking into our world monsters are coming up how do we stop it we find the triforce and then third act twist you end up unleashing something worse and you have a potential for franchise. Okay. So that's where I'm always have to have that franchise. Well, I was kind of thinking along those lines too, as, as far as that's why I wanted to start early on is that one happened. It's just, we didn't film that. Yeah. So, so that's part of the reason why he's able to circumnavigate so well is because he's already been on an adventure. Nice. He took out Ganon, you know? Mm -hmm. So in two, if you remember from the game, Mm -hmm. he, he did. Yeah. Like they're actually trying to get the blood, like drain the blood from Link to like pour in his ashes to bring him back. Nice. Which is fucking metal. Yeah, Pouring his asses. That would have yeah. been my, one of my first sources of director would have been John Milius from Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> that would have been a Conan the Barbarian, like a John Milius type take. Let's start with Link getting resurrected. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yes. <laughs> as Link. <laughs> Again. Well, got... excuse me, princess. <laughs> 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 But part of it is also him kind of like look, flashing back, almost having like PTSD flashbacks of his oh, nice. like stuff okay. with Ganon. So you're having Ganon still heavily involved in the plot and Link being a major focus for his minions because they need the blood of the person that murdered him in order to bring him back. 
So that sounds like you need an actor who can really kind of play that like that that haunted side, but also that adventurous hero side. So who do you get to play your Link? I, th- I thought I was the host. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens. I'm just get... trying to tee you up, man. What happens when you get four hosts in a room together? <laughs> you got to take that swing, Mike. You just got to take right. it. I uh, decided to go with a kind of an odd choice here. It's an actor that we've seen a lot of over a period of a number of seasons of a beloved, well, most of the seasons were beloved, uh, show. And I definitely wanted to go on the, on the younger side for Link. I still wanted to kind of portray this is that I think Link is supposed to be like 16 or 18 or like young adult in uh, in the second game. Sure, yeah. So I wanted to kind of portray that this is a fucking kid that's going mm-hmm. through all this. and uh, But I still wanted somebody that could really act their faces off and also has that... I don't know. A big nose was important to me. I don't know why. Interesting. Just a lot of the... the that's character... not the feature I would go first, but... Yeah, that's something I really wanted to make sure that Link had a big nose. I don't know. So the, there was a lot... I wasn't able the to get the full schnoz. on... The hero <laughs> schnoz, yeah. Um, I couldn't find anybody that had the straight, like, elfish nose. The one uh-huh. that's like a button. A little button uh-huh. on the end. But I uh, decided to go with an actor from Game of Thrones, uh, Isaac Hempstead, uh, or otherwise known as Braun. Okay. From Game of Thrones. He's lanky. He's awkward. And he's also I mean, ugly. <laughs> oh, well, he's got the schnoz. That's for sure. He's got the schnoz. I wanted somebody that looked like a little bit awkward in the situation. I, I wanted to kind of play that a little bit. I, one of the things I love from the original Dark Crystal was that. so tall. It's going to have to be some creative filming. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I think it would be interesting well, to see what he could do with the part, though. He's tall, but he looks young. Yeah, oh, for sure. that, yeah. so. Um, and you can just put him in a wheelchair and no one will notice that he's talking. When also considering who I cast for my Zelda. I Wait, did you mean Braun or Bran? You said Braun. He did, but. Oh, Bran. Bran. Sorry, yeah. Bran. Oh, oh well, Bran. my criticism still stands, but <laughs> <laughs> at least the age thing makes sense because I'm sitting over here like Braun of the Blackwater sorry, does not, not look young. 18. <laughs> <laughs> like, am I the only, am I crazy? I would <laughs> like to see Braun what? in that green tunic though. <laughs> Just tights. <laughs> What the hell am I wearing, Jamie? <laughs> He's still talking to Jamie. Yeah. Well, I guess he is Braun. Yeah. He is not the actor. <laughs> no, Bran. I'm sorry, Bran. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. Yes. That makes more sense. Yes. He's he's more elvish. Yes. He's Bran got a little spoiler. bit of elvish features. Yeah. For Zelda, I wanted somebody that had, yeah, kind of, I, I kind of like the casting of Liv Tyler as an elf in Lord of the Rings because mm, she had kind sure. of elfish features Very and I wanted good, to kind yeah. of continue that. She is the most elfy actress I've seen in a cast as an elf. Well, yeah. and I wasn't I wasn't going to recast Liv Tyler necessarily, but I figured that uh, who the woman who played uh, Scarlet Witch in Avengers, uh, Elizabeth Olsen, Olsen. I think okay. would do a pretty good job as uh, as Zelda. Could I suggest we we bounce like we've done Link in your Zelda now? Yeah, yeah. Will we bounce a I little bit and do sure. our Link in Zelda. Yeah, 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 yeah. So on. we can kind of play with right, cool. yeah. the differences. Yeah, because so. you might be like, oh, that's good. Like, let's pull that over. I might, not yeah, rather. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. I'm going to steal your things. Yeah. Yeah. So I also took a Game of Thrones actor for my... I was about yeah. to say... Like, I have a we, feeling all we, of us... Yeah, we're going yeah, to... Yeah, we Game have to like... People. We need to like degrees of either Game of Thrones or degrees of MCU. I, yeah. I pulled like, back because Game of Thrones actors too. are like my go-to pool. Yeah. I was like, okay, I've got too many Game of Thrones actors. Take yeah. one out. All right, Kit Harrington as Link and Ganondorf. Well, <laughs> it's been a running joke on this show, too, is that anytime you have a kid actor, it's one of the kids from Stranger Things. Like, it's just... Oh, that's, nice. that's usually how it ends up being because I, I do you yeah. keep track of kid actors no that's what I, I was literally gonna say when you were talking about finding someone young that was the hardest part yeah. of this thing is like these are supposed to be fairly young people in almost every iteration of legend of zelda i don't think they are like not children 
but even teen actors like or or early 20s actors are really hard to think of. What if Zelda sure. was because aging? we are getting old. What if Zelda was like or Link for yourself, aging man. at the same pace as like the games were coming out? So by the time you get to the newest one iteration, it's like that Murtaugh Link. Just well, like, there's there is a uh, link on uh, on the internet, some fan art of just like this old grizzly Link. And we do see Undead Link. Yeah, in Twilight, in Twilight Princess. Princess. Yeah, so, yeah, he teaches. But, uh, let me let me go and throw Link. up my cast story so I can pass it on. So I want Game of Thrones. Uh, and I, I was trying to think like Link is not a terribly deep character. Like there's not, he doesn't, he's, he's an iconic character kind of like Indiana Jones. He has like a look to him. He has things that he does, but he doesn't have a lot of characteristics. So I thought what he is, is this kind of meek, you know, guy who has honor and he, and he, and he, he just goes out and like does the right thing. And so when I thought of characters in game of Thrones, I thought of Podrick because he's, oh. he doesn't say much. When he does say okay. something, it's very short. All right. He's he's a he's a heroic, adventurous type. He's not like he's not you know menacing, and Link isn't menacing either. He just has a nice heroic quality about him, and I thought he'd be a good like. He's just my uh, not quite as like grizzly as Max was in Fury Road, but he's a he's a he's a guy you're happy to have around on screen as this kind of less main character, but kind of the the iconic character being there. He's the cipher. For the yeah, audience. right. Yeah, and and he'll okay. get to do some cool stuff. He'll get you know the big final fight with Ganon or whatever. But um, are you putting final fight characters in this too? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but my that's Zelda, his mashup. Is, yeah. uh, I, yeah. I went in a different direction with Zelda. Um, I decided to have her be much older than Link, um, and I just wanted her to feel like a really strong character. Um, Judy Dench as in part as not Zelda. not that old. In part because uh, when they finally find Zelda, she's going to have the Twilight Princess problem where she's been possessed yeah. yeah and so they're gonna have to fight her and so i went with robin wright who played Prince oh Butterfly, yeah and she played yeah, um great. in in blade runner as the police chief and mm-hmm. she, and, and she's in house, house of cards it's a good cast she's just a really strong she's jenna <laughs> she, she is jenna <laughs> as well she's a she's just like she's got like all right so tom hanks as the link <laughs> yes you're, you're you're a really big fan of hers apparently though i th- i think she is exploded yeah i think that's a good that's it like Joe hit the nail on the head, and I yeah. like I like Robin for your Wright. older yeah for mm-hmm. your older Zelda that works well. And uh, I think and I think she'll get to have some cool like she's not going to be up at the when we, the only time we see her she'll get to have some good scenes where she gets to be a powerful she's captured yes but she's going to get to have scenes where she's like you know you're not going to you know she'll she got to you know talk down to Ganon even when she's captured and I think she'll have the charisma for that so anyways all right that's my that's my my primary pair I guess okay well you're pointing at me I'm gonna go. Uh, so I also stole from Game of Thrones here, <laughs> uh, of course, right? So the first thing, Zelda, uh, my, my initial thought was I was thinking of like adult Ocarina Zelda as like my iconic Zelda, or maybe, uh, just, just in that older realm, but not, not too old, still not adult, certainly. I mean, sorry, not, not, uh, older adult, uh, just, just like a young adult. Um, and Sophie Turner popped to mind. I also get her long yeah. straight hair and like the purple and white. Yeah, I don't want her for this. Yeah, uh, but she was like the first thing, and then I think that led me to who I think would just fit so well uh, for my adventuring archi- architect, uh, archaeologist. Excuse me, maybe she's an architect too on the side. <laughs> Indiana Zelda. <laughs> yeah, for Indiana Zelda though, and um, the Twilight of Doom. I, I want Natalie Dormer. That's uh, I that almost was my original. Yeah, yeah well. I she just almost, seems elfin. In, I, don't, I don't know yeah, that very much. She's uh, the hottie McHotterson from Game of Thrones. Yeah, she has like, oh, her. Yeah, yeah, that, 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 that yeah. smirk. That smirk <laughs> that like makes you melt, and you're like, yeah. I, I will. Yeah, I would do anything. You would save that princess. Yes, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But she also but has she like a spunk. Savings. She can be yeah. like a more 
uh, a more active character. Yeah. Oh, so. she could definitely be like the shit talking, take no crap kind of character either. Yeah. So She's, Indiana Zelda is exactly right. Yes. So, so I picked her and then I started thinking about Link and I, I looked up some like younger male actors and, and just none of them. Yeah. None of them worked. Like I didn't like anyone for Link. I'm not. 100% on this. I think if I were actually doing this, I would want to cast someone lesser known just to avoid preconceived notions. I would look for someone lesser known. But uh, because of the spirit of the show, I went with Chloe Grace Moretz as Link. Okay. Oh, yeah. I think she's tough enough looking. She, yeah. she was, of course, kick-ass. She was... Uh, is, she, uh, is she playing Link as a dude, or is she... I don't think well, you even need to address it. Link is a dro- androgynous. Like, right, so exactly. It doesn't really matter. I think you don't address it. I think you constantly say the hero, the thief, the whatever you're calling Link in that moment, but you don't need to ever say boy, girl, anything. Man, there would be so much internet outrage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'll eat it all up. Yeah. Give it to me. I, I've gotten to an age where I'm just like, ooh, it's delicious. Feed yeah. it to me. All, yeah. your, all your nerd tears. So Chloe Grace Moretz as Link and Natalie Dormer as Zelda. This is great. I love, I, I, I'm like, yeah, that like made me excited for this movie before I realized, I was like, oh, this is never going to happen. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> well, the, it's still not. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I mean, like in that realization, I got sad. That's the downside of this episode. Uh, the show yeah. actually is that you come up with some really genuinely good ideas that you get excited yeah. about and go, yeah, that's never going to happen. Yeah. Never going to happen. I hate to interrupt this podcast, but I got some news for you. We're doing another Booze Clues live in the darkroom on June 30th. So if you have not already had the chance to come out and check out our live show of Booze Clues, then now is the time. June 30th, doors at 7, show at 8, and it'll be over on 9, 915. Booze Clues is an investigation into the most spirited headlines around the world. Join me, Mike the Hobbit, along with a cavalcade of comedians, entertainers, and podcasters as we explore some of the weirdest and most wonderful drunken headlines from around the world. The show is free, and it is 21 and up. See you there June 30th from 7 to 9 at the Darkroom, 2818B West Broad Street, second floor of the Hofheimer Building. This is Mike the Hobbit, direct from Fallout on a trivia night, telling you to come here every first and third Monday for trivia between 8 and 10, 25-cent wings, drink specials, prizes, and tons of really inappropriate trivia. It's a lot of fun. Do you guys agree? (laughs) Definitely come out and enjoy trivia every first and third Monday at Fallout. So uh, I kind of so my previous pitch I kind of backed into, and then I looked at my casting decisions. I was like, oh, I need to rewrite this because I completely bullshitted all of these. Um, I could read my original casting for Link if you want to hear it. Oh yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Put Jesse Eisenberg as <laughs> 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 <And> Zelda. <laughs> um, but I was thinking he has a jar of Grandma's piss in <laughs> 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 <And> a bottle. <laughs> you got Grandma's <laughs> piss. <laughs> No, it's peach tea. Thank you. Most neurotic link ever. (laughs) Um, So, I don't know. This is also kind of hard for me um, because you guys went young and I was like, ah, shit. I mean, I never really thought about Link's age because, I mean, you have adult Link and adult Link has never been really like quantified what his age is. So I was always like, oh, he's 20 something. I don't know. I think, honestly, Breath of the Wild Link didn't have, he, he, he's got smooth features but he could be older than older. he looks so you know who's like. who's older but has smooth features lee pace oh oh Lee Pace is so good in yeah everything. he's really good yeah. so, he's I great mean, as ronan the destroyer yeah he's pretty <laughs> accuser i mean i need i need to 
actually cast him more. Honestly, like, yeah, I love even Pace. as Ronan the Accuser, like he's given nothing, yeah, he but does, he's, he's still, still cool. cool. Yeah. 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 Well, I like, mean, if you haven't seen Halt and Catch Fire, you should. But he is amazing in that. The Fall is the, the Fall is the one I would point to. Oh, yeah. yeah. Love... What's the other one? Pushing Daisies. Yeah. Yep. Pushing Daisies is so good. Um. So I guess that's my go-to for for Link. Um. Zelda. I don't know. I had I had a harder time with. I I also considered Sophie Turner, mm-hmm. but she doesn't have kind of like the angled features that you would kind of associate with Zelda. I think she could do it, but she would she do it would justice. Just be so, she'd be a passive Zelda, and that may be because they weren't giving her anything to do in Game of Thrones. Sure. But I think that actress is just fairly passive. Passive Zelda yeah, was like my would... favorite uh, Zelda game. <laughs> yeah. after. She, she would be she would be very like regal and yeah, like, and she could pull quiet. that off. Yeah. Um. I also wrote down Evangeline Lily. Um, okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. If we I, want to talk about another elf, well, yeah, I that, think, like, she, and she another would... MC, well, and our first MCU you steal so far, right? You well, had Tetra. Um, no, because I stole uh, Scarlet Witch. Oh, yeah. right. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Tetra was a version of Zelda that was like she was yeah. like really adventurous and sure. Yeah, and I feel like Evangeline Lily could have that spirit a little bit more. Where she's yeah. not the like Ocarina of Time type. She's more of a not quite Tetra either, but. Still, yeah, I just, I just, I can see that. I'm the kind of person that likes uh, casting unknowns when I, right, for that's, for I all the ideally, casting I do in movies, right. All that, I um, think you know when you're casting director on all the films you do. Yes, yes. when I'm doing, yeah, all these characters, fatal, my jet setting, don't have too many prerequisites for who they are, especially yeah. because they've been contradicted in various iterations. Right. So they the the way you could cast them, there's not like a wrong. Well, is it a contradiction? Are they like reincarnations? They're yeah. Well, yeah. There's I mean, a cycle. To the like, idea yeah. of that central character, though, they can be various different things. Sure. What, I, reborn the same. I like time. that they're breaking the cycle in this Breath of the Wild sequel of like, oh, like maybe Zelda is going to be playable. Zelda will be right, a companion so. in uh, Link's adventures. Yeah. Nice. I like that. Yeah. All right, we got to move this forward. Yeah, I'm sorry. We can we can uh, talk. You know, man. if we run over on a four person panel of this, I'm not worried about it. I'm just trying to not keep you guys here all, all night. Right. Well, well, do we have, do we have other major characters we want to talk about I think right we now? We got Ganondorf, the villain. Whoever, yeah, it's Ganondorf for me as well. Yeah, Ganon's a big one for me. Ganondorf, please. Uh, so why don't we? It's, it's Ganon and his. <laughs> is is it Pigman or it's, is it it's Human Pigman? Man? Okay, yeah. Pigman. All right, for me, it's Human Ganondorf, yeah. Thief King. For me, it's Gerudo Ganondorf. Yeah, it's almost, yeah, same thing. Gerudo aren't human. There's no humans in yeah. Hyrule. Oh, you piece of shit. There's Hylians, <laughs> there's Gerudo, there's Kokiri, there's Subrosians. Bi- bipedal Ganondorf. Yeah, okay, thanks. You just got served, dick. <laughs> you got served dick. <laughs> you got served dick. Delicious. Different type of show over here from, yeah. uh, from a track mode. Look, yeah. Give us your Ganon, or your baddie, and your supporting cast. Let's do it. All right. I'm the knock, knock them out. Yeah, because supporting cast is kind of meh. All right. So, uh, for Ganon, it's a pig man. So nice. trying to put that in. I've, I've passed an actual pig man. <laughs> actual pig man. <laughs> I've created my own design. I actually tracked down the pig boy from that episode of the Seinfeld Perfect. when they were in the hospital. Perfect. And I was able to get that pig man to come on and mm-hmm. be my Ganon. No, I uh, decided you kind of have to do mocap. There's nobody better to do mocap than Here comes Andy Circus. Uh yeah. Dave Coulier. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Link, I'm gonna need you to cut it <laughs> out. <laughs> well, excuse me, Dave Coulier. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh Andy Circus, yes, uh, is is my Ganon for my serious uh okay. I, I, okay. when you're gonna do mocap. I mean, who do you call? He's like the Ghostbusters, guy. <laughs> and they they give you <laughs> and they, and they, they give, give your you card, Andy yeah. his number, yeah. Uh, then for Impa, I wanted somebody that was kind of smarmy, older woman that could, you know, talk trash and, and not 
take a whole lot of guff, and uh, I think Lily Tomlin would be a lot of nice. fun in that role. All right, yeah. Who is that? She's a famous comedian. Yes, and has comedian. been in everything. Yeah. Like, all the things she's yeah. been in. Yeah, look her up. Who's who's the <laughs> voice of the older sister in Bob's Burgers? The older... Tina? S- no, no, no. Uh, no, no the, middle, about... the middle sister. Louise, that's Ka- that's Kirsten Schaal. Yeah. I want I want her sell that. Change my mind. Oh, now what? Whatever cast is built around that, I want to see that movie now. <laughs> right? That'd be yeah. I want Kirsten Schaal and everything. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. All right, Lily Tomlin. All right. And then uh, uh, the only other one that I had cast actually was Dark Link, which of course is Isaac Hempstead as okay. well. Because I mean, it's the same dude. I only put that in there because my funny is a different person. So mm, nice. I needed to yeah fill that out. <laughs> my so. funny. Yeah. All right. So uh, that's that's my whole cast. I'm done. So. My Ganondorf is uh, not mocap. He's going to have some prosthetic makeup on. Michael C. Hall from Dexter. Um, so he's he can do some like some physicality. Like he has some really good fight scenes in Dexter. He has like some menacing like yeah. just this. He, he has a weird. Imposing... Face. He can do some yeah some really Dude. and most importantly red hair. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean they're going to have to red it up a little bit, but uh, I don't know. I just I just felt like he had like a he he had like a good presence for freaky villain who can also charm people. And kind of make yeah. his way into like Hyrule, if that's the plot. I, yeah. I would like to see, what... like, because none of these, none of the main characters are ever really characterized. Like, you get glimpses right. of it in like Twilight Princess or in Breath mm-hmm. of the Wild and in games like that. Uh, Midna from Twilight Princess, and I think this is something that like the internet generally agrees with me on. Zoe Saldana would be a great oh, Midna. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, I love her. I think you start with her as an imp in this, but at yeah. the end, you know, maybe she breaks free somehow because the imp is such a like a good way to like learn about her character. Um, for Prince Darunia, Dave Bautista, because he's freaking awesome. He needs to be more things in general. So this is literally just Guardians just cast. Just the Guardians cast, yeah. Well, that was an accident. I, I didn't even, then didn't Dave even think Pratt what that as yeah. Navi. Dave uh, Pratt. For, well, his it's is. Chris's brother. Uh, yeah. um, he needs the work. <laughs> I wanted a, uh, a Gerudo warrior here, so I went with Marina Bakarin from Firefly Ooh, to yes. be like a... I almost cast her as well. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, she, she'd fit. Uh, my Impa is a little bit more stern warrior, and she's also going to be a really great companion to Link, because it's Gwendolyn Christie, back together with Podrick. So I got Gwendolyn Christie in mine as well, but oh, not nice. as Impa. Not as Impa? Okay, cool. Yeah, but and she then, was considered. Uh, my last one that I want to say, at the end of this movie, I'm going to have a little stinger. You know, after after Link's dead, we have a little post-credit scene where he meets with the happy mask salesman, who mm. says, you you met with a terrible fate, haven't you? And it's Willem Dafoe yes. as the happy mask salesman. my happy mask salesman, okay. salesman too! <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> you know that gif of him in the back of the taxi and he just like pants his head and then just like laughs yeah, just smile yeah. just gets yeah. bigger he, I mean the high bass salesman has those freaky face changes yes. and Willem Dafoe has the scariest face yes. so it's, it's wow it's, I mean it's true he's perfect. shots he's fired perfect. he has he's the biggest beautiful. dick oh no he loves he his... has the biggest yeah, dick well, and the scariest oh, face okay he's, he's known for that as well yeah. yeah I guess I wasn't looking too hard Boondock Saints <laughs> Uh, I can't remember what the movie was called. You, you, you've got to know this movie off the top of your head. The Willem Dafoe Dick movie? Oh, Antichrist. Thank you. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I keep track of all the Dick movies. <laughs> yeah, okay. Nice. All right. I'm, I'm going to Whether it be the piano. Index of hanging, or hanging, hanging. Forgetting strong. Sarah Marshall. Walk <laughs> yeah. hard. You know, all of them. I got um, them down. So my uh, extended cast kind of only goes to three more characters. So uh, we have Ganondorf. Um, went for easy pick here. Went Jason Momoa. Ganondorf. 
Okay. I think he, he could pull off a pretty good uh, Ganondorf. Yeah, Actually, have absolutely. Him specifically as hydrated Ganondorf, because in case you haven't been paying attention. Uh, Super uh, wet. The, uh, the new Breath of the Wild sequel. It's uh, yeah. it starts with a mummified Ganondorf, and they have to rehydrate them. So there's a lot of fan art out there yeah. if you want to go find it. Yeah, a lot of, of fan art of, with nipple ring. Of yeah, and hydrated Speaking Ganondorf. of thirsty, that's what the crowd's going to be if you cast Jason Momoa. Yeah, as your, hell yeah. This is your villain. Um. And then the only other characters I threw in there were Navi and Tingle. Uh, nice. You gotta have a Tingle. <laughs> gotta have a Tingle. Tingle, uh, Josh Gad. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then uh, N- Navi, uh, voiced by Miley Cyrus. I put, my, I put Miley Cyrus on as hell as yeah a, uh, ah. as a as a as Skull a joke kid. cast. So okay. <laughs> sorry, but <laughs> um, she's she, my she's my joke cast uncredited <laughs> as mainframe in uh, Guardians Two. Kristen Shaw oh, yeah. actually would be a really nice. good Navi voice. Hey, listen. Yeah, <laughs> that was a that really was beautiful, Thank beautiful you. Kristen Skull uh, Shaw Shaw Kristen Skull Shaw. Kristen Skull Shaw. Shaw. Stall is it like oh, hard man. German? Small. <laughs> <Just Yeah. laughs> so I I figured I needed to cast. Of course, so I, I mentioned my ensemble has the the old wise man who gives like Link his first sword in the first game. You know that kind it's of dangerous to go alone archetype. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, Ian McShane is that guy. For oh me. yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. Everybody uh, knows Ian McShane. He's just absolutely gravitas actor. I, I was in the same. I was. I almost put him in there. So it was, I was like, it's such a small role. I'm not gonna. The other one that came to mind was um, Max von Sydow. It was like yeah, either Ian McShane yeah. or Max von Sydow as the old Those man. Would be great. Or, no, but or, that, if it's Max von Sydow, you'd be like, "Are you trying to kill me? <laughs> you <laughs> should. This, are you trying to trick me in, here?" Instead of the old man in the cave, he should be uh, Link's uncle from. He Link could be. The he past. could be Link's uncle. Give him he big could curly be mustache. Zelda's father. Yeah, there's King a lot of roles of red lines. Play. Just put Ian McShane somewhere in Zelda. Yes, but in <laughs> mine, he is just the old man. Photoshopped in the background. He assists. It's just a poster of Deadwood in the background. There you see. Look at we all love that movie here, <laughs> that show. Uh, so I, I'm gonna mess up the pronunciation of the name, but my impa, my uh, impa, my impa, my impa for my universe here. Uh, Danai Guerrera, Guerrera. Oh, uh, from, from Walking Dead and from. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Black uh, Panther, Black Panther, yeah, 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 being yeah. the big one where she's just like badass warrior. Yeah. Um. So putting her in for impa. Who's she in Black Panther? Um. The. Sh- the Names head of the Dormammu. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Oh, what's her face? With the shaved oh, crap. head. If you didn't ask that question, I would have it. Yeah, um, yeah. Shaved head. Got it. Spear. Got it. Got it. Got yeah. it got I feel it. like yeah, she's, she's warrior done. archetype so well already. Yeah. She fits right in. Uh, then I, I figured you've got to have just like some random characters of the world if you're doing this exploration. Visit all the different places. So you got to have Azora. I didn't name specifically like Prince Sidon or anybody mm-hmm. else, but Azora. Oh. And there's an obvious choice of Doug Jones because he's been fish Ash people yeah. so many times yeah but the more fun choice the the choice i'm going with is gwendolyn christie as a zora just tall imposing right. yeah full on like you know like a shape of water type uh makeup like doug jones but on gwendolyn christie okay um, i would marry gwendolyn christie as a fish yeah so specific, specifically only as a fish specific set of criteria you yeah. just laid out right there joe yeah <laughs> I will, um, i'm not saying i'd marry her as a human yeah but as a fish. joe is known for having a predilection for fish wives yeah. so <laughs> oh, fish wives. <laughs> please dig through instantly play live and <laughs> yeah, find, that find that one thing that was on a stream and not even on a, <laughs> an episode find dig that through anyway. <laughs> yeah uh I wanted to meet a Goron, and I thought Peter Serafinowicz would make a great Goron voice. 
slightly more regal than normal Gorons, but deep and still powerful. Alternatively, you put Goliath in there with Keith David, and you just have oh, another yeah, man role yeah, for yeah, him. Yeah, that yeah. that voice, man, he's got yeah. one of the like the top five voices. Right, just... exactly. So he'd be fantastic. I also want the Moblin, like the like it's a secret to everybody. Moblin, Moblin <laughs> in this. Um, voiced by Benedict Cumberbatch for no reason in particular. Because <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's got some vocal range. Actually. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Was great. And then Smawag. And then my Ganon is actually a surprise reveal. Uh, so I don't know what the format should be for this, but I'm just gonna go for it because whatever. We got too much to say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Shoot for the moon. So our movie proceeds. They collect their pieces of the Triforce. They uh, they discover that using them is actually dangerous because it's much like the One Ring. It's like tempting, overpowerful, etc. Bad things are happening. Someone has to move. It's all uh, part of the you know the just the building plot of the the movie. And the uh, Ian McShane uh, grabs it and activates it, and turns out He's the whole Ganon. time he was Ganon. And when he when he powers up. It's this is almost a joke. <laughs> I can't commit to it's this. John now. Leguizamo. <laughs> yeah, that, that's definitely a joke. Uh, Joe Manganiello is just like <laughs> it's 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 his superpower it's version. His super version, but like all tatted up and you know wearing like you know Gerudo gowns and whatnot. That is the weirdest werewolf transformation that I've I, ever seen in my in my life. head. It works so much better. Until he does I look like it. like a and younger... then I realized. That like yeah he does that's like he? a younger more strapping Ian a machine. younger broader taller yeah well but he's faster powering stronger up, so yeah. you know I I, 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 I was like okay this with idea Ian so much machine. before until I had to say it and so now yeah and then you're deeply embarrassed <laughs> yeah. about your choices yeah. shame shame I mean. Yeah, <laughs> I have no words. I, I would like to treat they're they're like Pokemon evolutions, right? Like, <laughs> Ian McShane evolves in the Joe Manganiello. Who is so maybe it's Caldera. just Ian McShane. No, it starts as Danny DeVito, then it goes to Ian McShane, and then it becomes Egg. <laughs> I wanted to be able to have a trailer that shows Ganon and not have people know that they're the same guy. <laughs> well, that would work. <laughs> No one would know. Especially if there's like that 80s slow fade instead of like an actual like CGI thing where it just fades. And into... there's just like warbling music over top. <laughs> Who is the, who's the wizard or the warlock in Link to the Past? Aghanim. Yeah. So you could put Ian McShane as like an Aghanim type character. Yeah. And I didn't know if I was going to want a different person to play that. Um, I, I'm not sure. But, uh, but yeah, basically... <laughs> Throw the Joe Manganiello out, unfortunately. So, all right, so this some com- ideas don't work. This just fell into my head. Uh, it has nothing to do with anything really. But you know how when Link finds his uncle dying in Link to the Past, and he talks to him, and he imparts that like last piece of wisdom, and they and he's done. He just blinks out of existence. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's super fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> that's all. That's all. That's it. <laughs> I just, I just wanted to bring that up. <laughs> I just wanted like do an audio cut over that of just from Cable Guy. The see ya, <laughs> bye. <laughs> Nick, out of existence. I've, I've got to ask. So where does the happy mask salesman Willem Dafoe fit into your story? So he doesn't. Unfortunately, I had I had That's cast him, and then I was like, this just doesn't work. So I wasn't even going to include him. After Kill credit Link at scene. the end. Yeah. Have a meeting. Right. You've met with a terrible fate. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 All right. Now we get to get on our funny here real quick, which I don't think the funny requires nearly as much explanation because it's just trying to yeah. take the piss out of this idea in sure. the first place. Sure. 
So uh, the choice for my director that gives you an idea of uh, of kind of the the tone of this is I I was making a joke before we started is that you can only cast Judd Apatow as the director so many times if you're funny. Nice. Uh, so I went with somebody that took over his directing for a couple of the Judd Apatow movies. <laughs> uh, David Gordon Green. Nobody knows. Uh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm going to get into where he was. In, he was a producer on the new Halloween movie that was written by uh, by uh, oh, what's his face? Um, Rob Zombie? No. no. Oh, oh, the latest one? Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, Eastbound Down. What's sure. his face? Um, oh, Danny McBride. Danny McBride wrote the newest Halloween. Well, I didn't even know that. Really? Yeah, that's yeah, holy interesting. Smokes. So uh, he did that. He did Vice Principals. He was working on Vice Principals. Eastbound and yeah. Down is a director. Prince Avalanche with Paul Rudd. He did that the horror comedy, The Sitter. And the reason mm-hmm. why I picked him, uh, well, he did Pineapple Express as well. But oh. uh, the 2011 fantasy classic, Your Highness. So he's just done like everything Danny McBride. Pretty much, yeah. For the last, yeah, yeah. 12 years. He is actually Danny McBride. He's yeah. just a, it's just a stage name <laughs> for Danny McBride. It's an Ian McShane, Joe Manganiello situation. <laughs> classic. Everybody gets that. Yeah, everybody knows those. <laughs> so for this, I wanted to kind of do some some... Actors that have worked uh, with him before or in that Danny McBride verse before uh, and some that just should <laughs> if they haven't already. So for Link, I did uh, Michael Sarah. Okay. Makes a lot of yes. sense in this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> About as much as Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Together. Uh, Together. They just trade off. This is child Link. One is, <laughs> one is adult Link. <laughs> and then for Zelda, which having Link and Zelda talk to each other with these actors portraying would just be like, I want to watch like three hours of just them talking as these characters. You get Anna Kendrick to play Zelda. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Talking to Michael Sarah and them just both being like super, like her neurotic and him aloof and then just talking and it would, I would die. It'd be amazing. I would love it. So let's do that. And then you could just do a single shot cam, a version of Zelda because it would just be them talking as they're like walking and stuff. And that it's Kevin Smith movie basically. And then Impa, the illustrious immortal Betty White. On mine as well. Yeah, that's so funny. I was so close to doing that. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's she's the perfect. Yeah, yeah. it makes sense. Uh, for Gannon, it was actually I was thinking Danny McBride at first because it makes the most sense <laughs> with the director. Yeah. yeah, but I thought it'd be a lot more fun to make Gannon uh, Danny DeVito. Yes. So, yes. Um, okay. As the trash can man from It's Always Sunny. Perfect. But <laughs> as uh, Gannon, I throw the trash everywhere, <laughs> then I put it in my mouth. <laughs> Link, I'm the trash man. <laughs> the trash man, Link. And then uh, for Dark Link, because Dark Link is part of two. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, it's <laughs> against Michael Sarah. No, <laughs> Michael Sarah's Dark Link would be, of course, Christopher Mintz Plus. Oh, McLovin yeah, yeah. from Superman. Okay. So. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's my funny. Wait, you're Dark Link? How come you don't look like me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just and adds they just to it. put their hands on their heads at the same time and like, ah. <laughs> All right. Uh, you guys are going to like this. My director is Uva Bull. Oh, dear. Uh, Uva Bowl. Bringing him back. <laughs> he had to come back. Yeah. So um, imagine this. Lieutenant Colonel James Link is sent <laughs> into another reality I through hate, a military I experiment. hate everything that's happened. He's played by Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> 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 he has to go stop an expat who turned on the U.S. military and became in a, in a radioactive accident became green, played by Jason Statham. Uh, who, and he's, he's now seeking the power of the Triforce. Jason the Statham realm. as Blanca in a Legend of Zelda. <laughs> right. okay. uh, he, of course, will romanticize with Tara Reid as Zelda. 
That tracks. Classic. That tracks. Fucking yeah. hell. I, I don't know that anyone needs to talk after this. Uh, I, I went ahead and Millie, Millie Jovovich is a little bit above this, but she still does some pretty bad movies. Is she? So, is she? she? I mean, like, she she gets to a higher degree. Have you seen the Resident Evil movies? I mean, she's also in Hellboy as a really... So, anyways, Millie Jovovich will be my Midna because she's still... Uh, she's still... Keep going, Joe. She's still very, very sexy and has a lot of presence, but she can also be in a bad movie. Prince Darunia will be... I, I really struggle with this one. I was originally going to go with Dwayne The Rock Johnson because he's a rock, but I wanted somebody who was really about bad movies. <laughs> because he's you know, solid you know, a rock. You know. I went with this guy from Legends of Tomorrow and from uh, Prison Break and Blade oh, no. Three. He was Dracula, Dominic Purcell. Uh, so he has no charisma. It's great. Uh, and uh, for <laughs> for the uh, Gerudo, my sexy Gerudo... Uh, I, I couldn't think of too many more bad female actresses, so I went with the Black Canary from Arrow, uh, Katie Cassidy. She's, okay. she's going to be uh, generally bad. and Because she's just awful. Okay. Uh, this one is actually, I don't, I don't know how they got it. They got Ben Kingsley in one. Uh, Uli Bull got Ben Kingsley in a movie, so he can get That's, high Yeah, it was high one of the fantasy ones, right? Yeah, it was in the, the, the Dragon Siege tale in the name of the yeah, king. Yeah, yeah. 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 So you know, Jason, three, Jason Statham and, and uh, Dolph ben Lundgren's Kingsley. in the sequel to that. Yeah, oh, Jesus. right. Which, so We've he, covered all bases here. He, yeah. He's managed to pull Christopher Walken as the happy mask salesman. <laughs> That's actually pretty good, though, as like an alternative to... Well... You've met with a terrible fate, haven't you? <laughs> Dawn of the first day. I carried <laughs> this mask hours. up my ass. <laughs> ten years. Your father. <laughs> Anyways, that's my Uber Bowl <laughs> Zelda. So. All right, well, clearly we have a winner um, on this one. That's uh, Hollywood. Go ahead and make start making those phone yeah. calls. Cause... All right, well... Um... In, in the spite of, of obvious failure, I'll, I'll go regardless. Um, talking about people that took up the Judd Apatow mantle, uh, Andy McKay as, okay. uh, as a director. Okay. All right. Um, so I have, I, have, I have two slash three choices for Link. The first one that came to mind, Seth Green <laughs> as Link. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I would, I would, not mm-hmm. even being funny. I would one hundred percent watch the ever living fuck out of that the, version. The weird thing about Seth Green as casting is that even though it's a terrible choice, <laughs> he would be so excited. Oh yeah, and he, he would be would, for him, so committed, so much to the passion role. Yeah. to it. Um, alternatively, we talked about like having two actors as child Link or adult Link. Have you guys ever seen the movie? Um, uh, the Imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus. Yes, I love that. Um, where um um. Was Heath, the, Ledger, Heath Ledger, and Johnny Depp. Yeah, so Johnny Depp and a couple of other actors uh, played Heath Ledger in the Imaginarium scenes because Heath Ledger had tragically passed away before he was able to finish filming the movie. So let's say uh, Overworld Link is one actor, and then like Dungeon Link is a separate actor. May I introduce to you James Franco as <laughs> Overworld Link and Dave Franco as Temple Link? <laughs> I like it. Fantastic. I take it. Um, and then, uh, I have two choices for Zelda. Uh, my, the first one came to mind was Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who plays Ramona Flowers from, uh, yeah, the, yeah. Oh yeah. The, uh, whatever his name is movie. Scotty Pilgrim. Yeah. That guy. And, um, the second one, Christian Ritter. Oh yes. Nice. Just, yeah. 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 Jessica just, Jones. Yeah. 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 Just play Jessica Jones. Just, Jessica Jones. <laughs> and then, uh, as Hydrated Gandorf, I have Will Ferrell. 
And then as uh, uh, Tingle, this came to me because we mentioned Blade. I'm going to cast Wesley Snipes as Tingle. And none of you can stop me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill. Like casted Wesley Snipes as Tingle. For instance. <laughs> Hanging on a balloon. <laughs> Right. So clearly we have some issues we got to work out uh, with our with our therapists here uh, from, those, uh, from those choices there. So I've already said two of mine through just conversation sure. here, but I cast my link. Well, I guess director first, actually. So so the exploration of a fantasy world that I want to see in a movie ends up in the wrong director's hands and we get a psychosexual journey from David Lynch directing <laughs> Legend oh, right. of Zelda. Jesus. So just Link eating a donut for I, 30 minutes. I thought for a second you, could, you were going to go Lars von Schreer, and I'm like, no, oh, Jesus, Why God, not? No. Honestly, could go that way, <laughs> too. And then you end up casting uh, his wife in it. Warner um, Herzog. Well, <laughs> I, I did like early on. And you get him to be the sword guy. I was like, it is too, it is too dangerous to go alone. No, I did it Arnold for some reason. <laughs> He's in that Mandalorian show, right? Yeah. Yes, yes. What yes. the fuck is he doing in there? Being, be, I, having an accent. And right. Being I think he's so perfect. As it. an Imperial, he has that yeah. presence. And actually, I caught a few minutes of the, or as uh, like a, of the outer opening world of, or of the, the show. Uh-huh. And he's in the first few minutes of the show. Yeah. And Fantastic. It's, uh, it's pretty serious. Yeah. yeah. So in this journey, uh, Miley Cyrus is just exploring her sexuality in Hyrule <laughs> with with Joe Manganiello obviously coming back Whoa. as Ganon. Um, then down her back, down her front. Uh, <laughs> was was Miley Cyrus Navi or, or Zelda? It's just Link. Oh, she's Link having this journey through this twisted, uh, probably temporarily rearranged. Just nonsense world of David Lynch. Um, just nonsense is like if anybody asked you about well, what what are his movies like? Just, just just nonsense. nonsense. I mean, they're they're worth watching. <laughs> Does your leg ever go numb? Like sitting on the toilet too long? It's like that, but a movie. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's happening to half of your brain. <laughs> and there's a little person talking backwards. It's yeah, like, it's really charring. Uh, I won't go any further with this, other than to say that uh, a great fairy shows up and she's played by Beyonce. Hell yeah. So, Hell yeah. Okay. Get it, I Queen Bay. I saw a suggestion online that Lady Gaga should play the Great Fairy. Oh, yeah. I, I think, honestly, going with a with a, with a, a, a big pop, pop star, star is yeah. a very fitting, like, That's they have fun. a very deep yeah. presence. So. Well, there's multiple ones. So you could have, like, yeah. Beyonce yeah. and then also... Yeah, Lady Gaga shows up as another. Yeah. Katy Perry is a third one. Sure. <laughs> that, that would be really weird. I think Katy Perry... Miley Cyrus as Link... Yeah. And then all the great fairies are other pop stars. Yeah, it's just I didn't even I didn't even put that together. It is a fully pop star driven cast directed yeah. by David Lynch. Plus Jim and Jim there. All right. Uh well, what's Tom next? Waits what as the here? fourth nice <laughs> fairy. Still same outfit. Yeah. Same outfit. I'm beautiful. <laughs> Let me hear your wounds. Oh. All right, so yeah, that was uh that was a lot. Um <laughs> Need the rest of the evening to recover from some of these choices here. Yeah. I was really worried someone else was going to pick Uva Bowl. I was like, this is no, too obvious. No, it's, but it's like, because it's obvious, no one picked it, yeah. so it's perfect. I'll that, avoid that there's man, no like, beating play. yours. Yours just was a home experience. <laughs> so, Where's the VR game of that? Um, <laughs> oh. So our next part of uh, Smack My Pitch Up is where we talk about mashups. Now, um, didn't really get a whole lot in the way 
of suggestions because uh, I was late to the game putting that up on our social media. To okay. Well, I mean, stuff, I, but well, there's an easy answer for this. Why a mashup when we could do a smash up? Yeah. I, oh. Yeah. That's uh, kind of the obvious choice. I would like to get. Uh, <laughs> In other words, it sucks, Joe. Shut up. <laughs> that was one of those like, because I mean, you remember we've been on a group message for like a week talking <laughs> about how we want to do eventually a, sma- a Smash Brothers. Uh, shh, shh, quiet. We're not supposed to tell oh, people shh, that. Shh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are um, we making that? So I, I think, uh, yeah, yeah, we are making a whole film and series, uh, Nintendo licensed us. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yes, Nintendo yeah. Loves, yeah. Um, loves this podcast yeah. and loves our they ideas. They heard our yeah. Uva Bowl idea. <laughs> if there's anything Nintendo isn't, it's litigious. <laughs> yeah, they uh, heard my ideas for a John Waters directed He-Man movie, and they were like, you know what? This guy's got some spunk. Uh, <laughs> this guy's got good ideas. Yeah. So because of that internet image I talked about earlier of old Link, just like old gray bearded Link, I almost went with a completely different movie pitch, which would have been, much like Joe's, Mad Max, post-apocalyptic Link, old, grizzled. Like Logan. Yeah. I think you do that as your mashup. You have your Mad Max Legend of Zelda. You cast uh, Keanu Reeves as old Link and just have him out in the desert. That works because he's like Riding a mechanized Epona. (laughs) That's breathtaking. And just, yeah. Uh, well, all right. I, I I'm think... not going to say it. I'm not going to say the thing. <laughs> Nick would never call me breathtaking. <laughs> Joe, you're breathtaking. Like, you're breath- no, you're breathtaking. You're all breathtaking. Ah. Now take a look at this. <laughs> Mike has no idea what we're referencing I'm, I'm not, at all. No idea. Keanu Reeves is it's, the internet it's, hotness it's, right now because of, uh, well, obviously because he's Keanu Reeves just in general. But he uh, he's playing uh, a, a famous character from the Cyberpunk 2020. Oh, I saw the trailer for that. Yeah, yeah. he is playing Johnny Silverhand, a rocker boy from okay. the original tabletop game, and is yeah. reimagined in. But more importantly, he just presented at E3 and a heckler. This, uh, yeah, a heckler called out and said, "You're breathtaking," and Keanu Reeves, like without hesitating, shot back, "No, you're breathtaking." And it has become such a fucking meme. <laughs> Mostly because he was the only one with any stage presence out yes, of any exactly. of the press conferences. When you are the king of We were E3, discussing this on much, the last but... episode of Geeks of the Influence, our, our uh, movies that are now problematic, because aged into problematic, uh-huh. um, where we were talking about that he became an internet god. That yeah. it's the John Wick movies kind of pulled him back into his career again. Yes, absolutely. And like took him out where he was kind of yeah. finishing up, was doing... Yeah, I don't think he was like in dire straits or anything. No, no, no. no. He's, he's, he's fine. fine. He was just coasting. Yeah. He was doing that Ronin movie. Yeah. Yeah, the 47 Ronin. Uh, he did the... <laughs> he did that weird horror movie Eli where the Roth two girls... knock, knock. Yes. Yeah, that was terrible. Yeah, was, <laughs> that was... You that was free a pizza. But it was free pizza. He's also done some cool passion projects like this one. He did like some Asian martial artist that he really liked and made a movie about him. Nice. It was like uh, it was it was um, Tai Chi uh, Man or Tai Chi like that's a great title it, Tai Chi Man. It, tai well, chi man. I, I think it was something like this. It, like it, it was man. like it was like a tournament where he like got pulled in and he was using Tai Chi Tai Chi for like killing people and and then he was like no this isn't what Tai Chi is about and then Keanu Reeves is like but you're making me money so you got to keep doing it and so he had to like conflict confliction of oh I'm so cool at Tai Chi but I want it to be good or should I work with Keanu Reeves who was a villain in this movie it yeah. was really great he shows yeah. up in the Bad Bunch as a villain Bad Batch. Bad Batch Bad as Batch. a villain as well. The Bad Batch. And that's... Uh, Babbage's. Babbage's. I said nothing but Babbage's in here tonight. <laughs> I'm going to throw out one Babbage's. last comment on Keanu Reeves as our mega topic Babbage's here. Babbage's only. Uh, he's also apparently been approached for every single Marvel movie. Yes. 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 They just don't know what they want to admit. Speaking of Keanu Reeves, let's just carry it along with as yeah, far as our mashups. Going. Let's do a Legends of Zelda Johnny Mnemonic mashup. <laughs> 
nice. where the Triforce is actually a series of bits of code yeah. for the ultimate yeah. weapon. Um, and is there a laser actually, whip? Because if there is, I'm in. Yeah, absolutely. A laser <laughs> hey, whip. Pretend I don't know what Johnny Mnemonic is. Uh, Johnny Mnemonic is in the uh, dystopian future where Johnny Mnemonic, that's his name, uh, has taken out part of his memories to make room for storage so that he can transport. Put porn in there. Yeah, he, there's like a USB port and he just plugs stuff in to carry information like not via the internet so that it's so he's like a drug mule but like for data for data, for data. Yeah. yeah what and then he gets caught up in a revolution that's happening run uh that is head by uh by ice tea and a dolphin <laughs> well and a dolphin that can talk obviously yes. in this case it's going to be zelda well does a dolphin talk or it's telepathic it's telepathic yeah and then see. so he teams up with uh <laughs> with scientist henry rollins uh, oh to, yeah, uh, yeah. Damn, I forgot I really about wish that. I didn't ask. Uh, that's gonna be Sahas Rasla in this adaption. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I will also go with the Keanu Reeves. I'm gonna go with speed though. Uh, I'm gonna say this is Spirit Tracks meets Keanu Reeves. Driving a bus across the landscape. The, the bus. If the bus goes under a certain speed, it's gonna explode. Nice. He's got Zelda on there. Yeah. So there's, well, there's... in this, in Dolph Lundgren would be Ganon in this role because he plays like the uh, the the. Religious oh, zealot, yeah. like oh, bad guy. Right. I was oh, gonna right say, Johnny Mnemonic. I, oh, well, God damn! This oh, all speed. this all links yeah. up. Turns out there's only four actors in Hollywood. Yeah, right. <laughs> a link to the London. Um, <laughs> man. All right. Well, yeah. Well, now what? What uh, Keanu movie? Keanu movie are you using? Oh man, you Matrix. Have to. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's do. Uh, no, do like a, a link to the past lake house mashup. Hell yeah. yeah. No, you know what? I like that idea. Oh, <laughs> uh, the famous sneeze. I forgot about the Keanu sneeze. Keanu Reeves opens the mailbox and there's the master sword and he has to pull it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he is the hero of time because you know they're talking between time. Like that's the plot of the lake house. Nice. That's literally the entire plot of the Lake House. I have never seen it. so It's not worth watching, so, but there is no a really idea. good sneeze in that movie. So Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves talk to each other oh, through letters. Speed? Through letters, through Wasn't time. she in Speed? She's also she in Speed. She was in Speed. She's in both Speeds. You know who's in the second Speed? Keanu William, Reeves. William Defoe. Keanu, oh my God. Keanu Reeves is not in the <laughs> so, second Four actors so, in Hollywood. So we successfully matched up all of these movies, right? I think Keanu Clearly. Reeves is in the second yeah. Speed movie. No, he's not. We have our own mega franchise just with I don't believe he's in the second I deny you. All right, so that's our that's our mashups. The next one up is that we get to choose which version of the Link movies that we've uh, that we've come up with of our our version. I've been in a fugue state this entire time, yeah. so I can't be helped to remember any uh, of these. We're gonna have to do our trailers. So, oh god, I'm gonna cue cue up the music, and then uh, we're gonna get that going. Hyrule is under siege. And only one man has the experience and the will to save it. This summer, the Nintendo Classic Series come to life on the big screen. Join Michael Cera as Link as he traverses the terrors of Hyrule in order to get the crystals to save a princess. Zelda, played by Anna Kendrick, in a deep coma, ready to... Be revived to save her beloved kingdom. The saucy Betty White. There to guide Link on his path to greatness. David Gordon Green directs a Nintendo Studios film with Danny DeVito as Ganon and with special guest Christopher Mintz-Ploss as Dark Link. Now, 
you have the power. <laughs> that's not even the right. <laughs> now, now you're, you're playing with power. Yeah, it's oh, playing with power. <laughs> Shit. Ah, it's it's actually funnier that I got it wrong. Yeah. So um, I'll just I'll just stick with it. Is yeah. this part on the podcast? Yes, I this hope part is, is on the podcast. Yes, absolutely. What does Dolph Lundgren's voice sound like? Does anybody have an impression of Dolph Lundgren? Oh uh, I will break you. Oh right, right, right. Well, it's, that's it's, when he's specifically doing a Russian. Think Sylvester Stallone he's not if he wasn't from no. Brooklyn. A little bit, yeah, a little yeah. bit oh, brain okay. out. Yeah, yeah. Okay, like a Midwestern Sylvester Stallone. That's kind of how he sounds. So okay, so Dylan is next. Uh, Dylan, you got okay. Let me see here. The year, 1999. The place, Kakariko Village. Join Lee Pace as a young man who realizes you can't try to force your destiny. The Wachowskis invite you to take a link between worlds. The Legend of Zelda, coming June 2021. Yeah. Perfect. Wait, the Wachowskis, were they even brought up at any point during this? I said Matrix mashup. I was like, let's do it. Okay, all right. Fair enough. I like it. There's no hard and fast rules on Right, yeah, on there's, there's no reason not to put no, the Wachowskis yeah, absolutely. in there. All right, who do we got next for theirs? I'm so close, but I'm not there. All right, let's... let's <laughs> the number of times I've heard that. Let's yeah. stretch. Yeah. American Colonel Jonathan Link was just a soldier in a time of war, tracking down his old squad mate turned traitor, Sergeant George Dorfman. But his world is turned upside down when a portal takes him to a fantastical realm. Dungeons, princesses, and triforces. Uva Bowl presents Nintendo's Legend of Zelda, starring Dolph Lundgren as Colonel Jonathan Link. Well, excuse me, princess. Terrorina Zelda. Link, you are destined to be the hero. I'm just a soldier, princess. Also starring Jason Statham. Sergeant Dorfman, you're out of line, soldier. That's not my name anymore. It's Ganondorf now. The Legend of Zelda. Own it on DVD and Blu-ray today. I like that it's a straight to DVD yeah. and Blu-ray. Yeah. <laughs> it's a movie so much. Yeah. 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 That adds so that much makes to a it. Complete you sense know how much there, it costs yeah. to get a movie on the silver screen? <laughs> Just skip that whole process. Uh, I would, yeah, that sounds like a canon film from the 80s for sure. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we get a lot of really good lines from, from the movies we watch on attract mode and just these guys do such a good of just like pulling the lines out and just, I still cackle every time I think about Nick going, you lost your balls <laughs> <laughs> from that street fighter movie. Right. There's, there's so many. In that. Or you can just shout psycho power at any time. Psycho power. All right, here we go. This summer, discover a story as old as time. The land of Hyrule has fallen under a dark spell, and only one hero's journey... <laughs> Shit. <laughs> and only on one hero's journey can he find himself. And love? Starring Miley Cyrus as Link. I'm Link, y'all. <laughs> and Katy Perry as Princess Zelda. Oh, hey, Link. <laughs> With special guest appearances from Lady Gaga, <clears throat> Beyonce, and RuPaul as the alluring Great Fairies. And introducing Joe Manganiello in David Lynch's The Legend of Zelda. That's all I got. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's, like, I don't yeah. know why you were so stressed out about I'm, it. That was pretty oh, good. Oh, hey, Link. 
genius. That's the line that sells a movie. Right there. <laughs> Fuck. Is there a thing that Katy Perry did where she said, "Oh, hey, somebody"? No. Or is that just no? That's just you got to throw something in, and also it's a David Lynch movie where the plot never matters. It's just right. all about talking. So why not just have them say hi to each other Fair and enough. nothing more? Speaking of talking, we've done oh, a that was lot. stressful. Yeah, you, need, you uh, need to have Old Town Road oh, in that movie. Are we in podcast oh, mode still? Where, where are we? We are. I think we we're are still on at the yeah. tail end of the podcast okay, okay. now. So I throw it over to uh, Dylan. Where can we find all the Ward Game stuff? Oh, that's um, an excellent question, Mike. Uh, you can find um, all of our podcasts at ward-games.com or at wardcast.com or find it on our Twitter account at Ward Video Games. Nice. Or you can search on your podcast app of choice. Just search uh, Attract Mode if you want to be specific. Or Wordcast will give you both podcasts. Nice. Both nice. Wordcast and Attract Mode colon a Wordcast series. Excellent. Both super worth listening to, but only one of them has me. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say, it, as trying to be as objective as I could about you know a podcast with my friends on it which is tough with my friendos with my friendos where i know your guys' sense of humor so it's really hard to be objective because i appreciate it clearly because i'm friends with you already so i'm uh-huh. like i like it already are you nice. saying that attract that they were not really funny but i think you know that's us? what he's I'm, I'm saying so... that i find it hilarious but you might be terrible i can't tell yeah because... uh, i think i know objectively that we are terrible but it's wow. fun to make <laughs> great salesmanship. Yeah, I know the opposite. It is we are great, and it is no, not fun. To watch, make. What I, watch what I do here, though. Watch what I do here. That's why I need our listeners to go check out Attract Mode. So oh. me not being an objective uh, listener, yeah. I need you to yeah. go out and check it out and let them know what you think about it. I just Re- want to see our Twitter account. account. Yeah. Like, comment, subscribe, like the YouTubers say. Yeah, yeah, all that stuff. I just want to see our Twitter account blow up with people being like, no, turns out it's not good. <laughs> oh my God. Two, two out of ten. Actually, I do want to thank, if if they, they may not be listening, we got a review recently for Smack My Pitch Up where it was three stars and it the... said, so, so, it was okay. Nice. I was, I was so happy with it. I was so deeply happy with that review. Yeah. Like, not at all even mad. I'm well, like, you know they're being honest, but they didn't the give you a terrible score. That's the thing. that They're definitely being honest because there's no really hard yes or no on it yeah i don't know it was a podcast that person has a a future as a critic they've confirmed you as a human being who is neither perfect nor terrible i am am a c student at podcasting so i'll take it mike i want to i want to ask you what your uh i don't know how many episodes you've listened to of the show but do you have a do you have a favorite to recommend the folks um i've listened to most of them i think i'm trying to remember which was the last one that dropped that i listened to but it was either was it the live action Street Fighter? I know I've listened. That to That was the the second to last one. Last one was uh, the Samurai Showdown one. Oh, I haven't wa- I haven't listened to that one yet. Okay, so that's, that's a treat. The Double Dragon one is absolutely hilarious. I had a lot of fun with that one. Uh, also, because I hadn't seen the movie in so long, there was a lot of oh shit that did happen. Yeah, <laughs> Jack City. There's so many things that you just can't imagine someone would put in a movie. I maintain that that movie wanted to be RoboCop. Like yeah, oh about absolutely. Robocop recently, I was but like... in a way, so did uh, the Mario Brothers movie. Yeah, yeah. that that was I, absolutely. I mean, that's a no brainer to listen to that one because there's so much to talk about in that yes, movie. Yeah. Yes, but also and we I'm, didn't even scratch. You know, there's so much we could have talked about I'm, too. I'm glad that's the first video game movie because we can kind of like. Like, it's a movie everyone knows, so it's like you don't really right. need to, like, it's not like, hey, here's this new thing you might not have seen. So you just, you do it, and then it's a good, it's a good starter episode. Sure. 
And I, I would say also the Detective Pokemon episode. Detective I actually, Pokemon? I, Pikachu colon Detective Pokemon? That one, yeah. Yes. Or Detective, <laughs> yeah, Detective Pikachu, whatever. I don't... Detective Pikachu. That's I don't the prequel. Poke, I don't pokey the mans. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing is I don't you even know... my man. Uh, well, well, later. Whoa. I don't even really care about the Pokemans personally, but sure. I was still so amused by the episode that I actually w- went and checked out Detective po- Pokeman. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Detective, Bul- Detective Bulbasaur. Detective Bulbasaur. <laughs> Lieutenant Sergeant Squirtle. Uh, just an American soldier. <laughs> <laughs> just, just the American flag tattoo on the Squirtle I like this, shoulder. I like this civil servants Pokemon universe. That is being formed here, <laughs> and then somehow Charmander ends up as a firefighter, and it's just a depressing, terrible yeah. experience. It's like Rescue Me, but with Pokemon. I'm thinking, no, I'm thinking, let's go even darker. Let's do Apocalypse Now, Pokemon. Oh, nice. God. Yeah, that's I love the, the smell of slowpokes in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> so that's for our next Smack My Pitch Up, I think, is our next mashup is Pokemon and Apocalypse Now. You know now. they're making an Apocalypse Now video game? It was like a Kickstarter project, like from what? a year ago, a year and a half ago. Who gets and the rights just, to that through Kickstarter? I don't know. I mean, but like Francis Ford Coppola is directing. No, um, I don't know. And then it went, it went underground. And stay tuned for our next podcast: video game adaptions of movies. <laughs> Every one of them. We just video game Kickstarters. We just, you know, there's one of these. Wow. <laughs> huh. Well, anyways. Anyway, yeah, we are at the tail end of this episode. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, after you're done checking out Attract Mode and rating and subscribing and all that stuff, come back and rate and subscribe us on uh, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you get your podcasts and anywhere you can review us. Anywhere you can leave a three out of five. Yes, a three out of five is what we suggest, though. If you want to go ahead and give us a five-star rating, that would be cool, too, I guess. But definitely subscribe to us so you get the newest episodes as they come out. And uh, check out Tee Public. We've got T-shirts for this podcast. We've got T-shirts for all the other shows on the network. Inside Joke t-shirts we've got original designs by some of the panelists on the the shows and uh we get a little bit of money from it and you get to rep some gy network stuff at the same time so uh, go to gypodcast.com slash store click on the t public link to get to our store we have 19 designs currently on our store so it's been selling relatively well we've done really well by t public so we really appreciate working with them and the quality was good in the first place and honestly i just got a shirt recently quality just got better like they're getting better quality shirts than they were previously so leveling up your shirt game yeah they are leveling up their shirt game hardcore so check that out gypodcast.com slash store and uh, we'll see you here next time for another episode of smack my pitch up as always i'm mike the hobbit and you just got pitch smacked did you get all that would you like to hear it again gui podcast.com Thank mm-hmm. you.